This is Halloween.
So anytime she sees an elk, she texts me a picture and she says, look, it's a bull elk. Like I wouldn't know by the giant antlers on it. I love her. I know she's precious, but she can do no wrong. She really can't. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just so excited. It's like the little things in life that just make her happy. Like seeing Uh. a bird day made. Honestly, it's kind of relatable. <laughs> in the little town, year made. <laughs> no, li- no, literally. In the little town, like right outside my little town, there's like there's like a little, there's like a river or like a creek. I guess I'm in the middle of <laughs> the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, and so there's there's a lot of ducks. Like there's just always ducks. And every once in a while, there's a little train of ducks that completely block traffic. I love and that. And every, no, every time, like, you'd think it would be like, oh, my God, can these ducks move? But every time they're there blocking the traffic, I'm like, oh, my God, duckies. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them. No, like, Are it's so like, cute. The- <laughs> I hope there's, like, babies, like a little train of baby ducks sometimes there is during baby duck season during baby duck season there are baby ducks <laughs> Kenzie, last time i was home with kenzie um our neighbors at the bottom of the hill the the farm i guess they got a lot of chickens and like all the chickens were in the road <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> and we like beeped at them they didn't really move <laughs> And then we just started yelling at them and they moved. <laughs> I think I have a video of it. I'll make sure to post it. Because I'm trying to post more reels. The one I did of Alan Jackson got like 2,000 views. Famous. <laughs> and it was me literally crying over an Alan Jackson song. <laughs> Which I have more of, by the way. I have more of those So I guess videos. we just have to cry more. I guess, I mean... All day, every day, baby. Yeah, I I think we can manage. (laughs) Uh, Instead of waking up in the morning and washing my face, I wash it with my tears. Yeah, I just cry a little bit and I'm good to go. (laughs) Ready to take on the day. Anyway. (laughs) Anyways. Welcome back. Happy Hallow's Eve to all you sinister little murder junkies. That was a good one. Thanks. Getting better at these intros. I don't... A year later. No, literally. <laughs> so we decided to talk about not murder. And this is not in the state. This is me running out of ideas for Halloween. This is a state of mind. This is a state of mind. Um <laughs> Yes, so today we'll be talking about the Ouija board. Ouija boards. <laughs> Which horrify me. Yeah, up here, I... I yeah, we're I, both like, we'd up. Literally, Shannon texted me this. She was like, oh my god, we can talk about the history of Ouija boards and talk about Ouija boards. And I legitimately said, are you trying to invite these disgusting, <laughs> creepy spirits into our homes? And then I said, I can just stage it. <laughs> And what am I supposed to do? Reawaken the demons that were in my bedroom 20 years ago? I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Anyways, let's move forward, soldiers. <laughs> Let us hear it. <laughs> we are the Knights of Columbus, aka Jesus. That's a Catholic thing. I don't know. 
That's right. You know what? I used oh. to have some, I was in like this, um, like parade drum and bugle corps at some point. <laughs> and we like practiced at a Knights of Columbus, like maybe it wasn't Columbus. It was a Knights of something. Probably Columbus. So the only thing I know that's like, I'm a, of. unless yeah, you're at I think like, it was the house and the masons like the masonic no definitely not but it was like a knights of columbus meeting building i don't really i don't know what the terms are but our rehearsals were in that that's fun so i'm really really familiar i'm so catholic in that moment <laughs> anyway so before i get into the wage board itself there were other types of boards before the Ouija board, I don't want everyone to think like the Ouija board was like the only spirit board ever used. So <laughs> just clarifying that it wasn't an American who suddenly was like, I want to make a board to talk to dead people. No, it was going around for like Which does in fact sound pretty American, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, whatever. So yeah, that's interesting. I did I had no idea that there were like other things. Oh, yeah. I'll talk about a little bit of them, I think. So in 1890, someone in Baltimore got the great idea to create a, quote, spirit board and sell it to the large population of America. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so and the first few advertisement, advertisements, and um, I read the first board that was actually ever sold was sold in Pittsburgh. That adds up. <laughs> And it was uh, the first few advertisements that were posted uh, read Ouija, the wonderful talking board. <laughs> and then it would describe how it how it's a magical device that answers questions about the past, present, and future with marvelous accuracy. And it was sold for $1.50. How did they test that? I, I don't think they did. <laughs> <laughs> You know how gullible people were in the 1800s? Marvelous accuracy. <laughs> so gullible. Right. During this time, the 19th century, late 1800s, there was this thing called spiritualism, which is basically just this super large interest in people trying to communicate with the dead. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's still around, like, to, like you could think of it as, like, paranormal investigators now are like spiritual you know what i mean right right but like this made sense for the time period because everyone was like dying before they were like 50 Ooh. so like they were like what's going on here they're like um you die kind of young so like what's happening and where'd you go <laughs> it was also super common uh for people to engage in seances and spiritual things especially after the civil war because a lot of these men just like didn't come home right and they just had no idea like what happened so they just needed like some closure and they were like if you're dead yeah. i need to know you're dead yeah and of course like that brings in this aspect of people who wanted to just make money and there were a lot of frauds of course a lot of fakes i'm i probably most of them were um i have mixed feelings on psychics mediums i got the one I talked to is great, but I have mixed feelings on this. Um, she had marvelous accuracy. <laughs> she was great. Um, so 
here is how the board works according to the Smithsonian. Um, quote, this mysterious talking board was basically what sold in board game aisles today. I have never seen one ever in a department store. Not that I've looked, but like. <laughs> You'd think you? like if you were just, wa- I don't think so. Like if you were walking, like you're strolling in a Target. Yeah. And like and you're like just like walking somewhere and you like, like board games. I have never seen one. Yeah, even if you're not looking for it, I feel like that would probably catch your eye and be like, why is this here? (laughs) Wouldn't it be in, like, the board game aisle? Right? Wasn't that what it said, or did you add that? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, that's exactly what I said. I just forgot. (laughs) I thought that's what... Anyway, back to the board game aisle. Um, so um, a flat board with the letters of the alphabet arrayed in two semicircles above the numbers zero through nine, the words yes and no in the uppermost corners, goodbye at the bottom. And it was accompanied by a planchette. Why are you yawning? Because it's 7.30 and I've been up since 3.30 <laughs> in the morning. Anyway, <laughs> anyway continuing. Uh, accompanied by a planchette. A teardrop-shaped device, usually with a small window in the body, used to maneuver about the board. Uh, The idea was that two or more people would sit around the board, place their fingertips on the planchette, pose a question, and watch, dumbfounded, as the planchette moved from letter to letter, spelling out the answers seemingly of its own accord. The biggest difference in the materials, the board is now usually cardboard rather than wood. Ew, boring. And the if you're, okay. plastic. <laughs> if any of you are out here using a cheap ass cardboard Ouija board, you are asking for the worst. Cut that out. <laughs> like, knock it off. <laughs> I thought they were all m- m- made of wood. I don't know, like cardboard. I could make my own. Not that I'm going to, but I could. <laughs> Yeah, that just doesn't sit right with me. They just, in general, they don't sit right with me. But, like, I'm just imagining, like, a Monopoly board, but with witchcraft. (laughs) And I'd use, like, a Dunkin' Cup as, like, my planchette. Oh, period. The alphabet's not there, just the Dunkin' menu in different (laughs) locations. (laughs) Oh, sacred demons, what should I get from Dunkin' today? (laughs) Stop saying that. (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, like I said before, the Ouija board was not the first ever talking board. It was actually around for centuries before, all the way down to the Roman Empire, uh, when they would be used to predict the next king, apparently. I bet that went really well. (laughs) I bet it was just anyone, like, of high status, and they wanted someone to be king, and they're like, oh, it's spelling out. No, yeah, that... Caesar! (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's just um, some village guy yeah freaking bed sheet everyone's like oh my god <laughs> he's sprinting around the coliseum yes. you know what uh, i believe him i don't <laughs> we would be so funny as romans because we we would be homeless on the streets <laughs> you're right we wouldn't even get to go to the coliseum <laughs> They wouldn't let us in. They would want to feed us to the lions. Back to the Ouija board. Um, 
and also uh spirit writing which is kind of the same thing it's like the same thing aspect if you think about it that was really popular in china before it was outlawed oh wow <laughs> yeah they said no we're done with this <laughs> the ouija board was specifically patented by elijah bond in the 1890s and then it was sold to kennard novelty company oh that's what you were trying to say <laughs> And then, <laughs> and uh, initially the board was made for just some genuine family fun. I I don't I, I don't know. Okay, I, I don't hate have the how like these 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 like early stages are like really plugging the Ouija board as like literally like a board game like do it with your friends well, do it you'll with see, everyone you'll talk see to the why dead why it turns mm, bad okay like yeah. oh so, okay so yeah so um but the spiritualist people who I was talking about before they took it to the next le- level and they really dove into trying to c- communicate with the dead um like I said, and then that spiked interest in psychics and mediums, and then everyone just became a giant fraud, and people got used, and hopes and dreams were crushed, and it was just Ugh. a awful... <laughs> like, that sucks. <laughs> no, honestly. It was just an easy moneymaker. That's fair. Especially given the times. Is. Yeah. Uh, so it remained popular until the 1900s. Um, and then... There was a film made in 1973 that changed how everyone looked at these things. Do you want to guess what film it was? I think I know which one. I just cannot think of the name. Come on, be fun. Is that a liter of coke behind you? No, I promise. It's just... Oh my god. I thought it was... Not that I would judge you, but I was like, are you just drinking a liter of vanilla coke? (laughs) It's just the 20 ounce. And also another 20 ounce. And also the Coke I got at McDonald's on my drive home. <laughs> I love a good McDonald's Coke. Ugh, it, it tasted like kind of stale. You know what oh. I mean? Yeah. McDonald's. I was like. <laughs> um, this is my fresh Coke. Anyway. Go back to guessing the m- m- movie. Oh my god, though I completely forgot that's what we're talking about. The movie, 1973. I don't know. Are you just not gonna as soon as as soon as you say it? As soon it, as I say it, like, you're like, oh <laughs> that sounds like me, yeah. <laughs> the movie was The Exorcist. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you were th- thinking of? Yes, I could literally see it in my head. You're like, what is that priest called? <laughs> what does he do <laughs> uh, yeah so this was the first film to imply that um, these boards were evil because the character in it they were playing with it in the basement yeah. and then next thing you know all hell breaks loose literally um, yeah so obviously the movie was super successful so this drove other directors and uh playwrights to write more about right right these objects being evil and blah 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 and then suddenly you have this thing called the satanic panic and it was just people thinking that everything was satanic i'm not kidding like that's actually really terrifying 
like in Stranger Things? Yes. That is what it was in the last season. Oh, when they were like, this group of kids is... These Dungeon and Dragon kids are conjuring the devil. (laughs) (laughs) No, they weren't. They were just playing a board game. You people are psychotic. (laughs) They're like, people try to look for things to make issues and there's not. It's so easy, though. I'm not saying that I would use a Ouija board, okay? (laughs) I'm not saying that they're good or bad. I don't know. I've never used one. Anyway, so. And if you do use them, that's fine. You know, like, we're not here. We're not smashing on Ouija boards. Like, we're not doing that. No. Or psychics or mediums. You know what I mean? I have a lot of respect for that stuff because I could never like i said i would never use one it's scary okay like you (laughs) then again i do fall to peer pressure easily so i could be persuaded so if someone were to show up to my house with a ouija board and be like shannon let's play i'd be like you know Uh, i don't (laughs) okay (laughs) anyways uh yeah back to the satanic panic back to the satanic panic um you have that side of it but then you also have like these paranormal investigators that even today will like use them to like prove that the spiritual realm exists. So it's right. like I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I do know that it's very like you're supposed to like barely touch the planchette or whatever. I don't know. I've never used one, like I said, but that actually I'll okay. <gasps> Perfect. Anyway, okay. So, if you do decide to use one, I found some rules. Here are three things you shouldn't do. Actually, there's like just eight. kidding. I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, 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 if you do decide to use one, um, just be safe. Have a Bible next to you or some sage or whoever you believe in. Um, yeah. So, here are some things that you should and should not do. Starting off, be respectful. Guys, come on. That was literally the first thing that it said. It said, be respectful in capital letters. Do not believe everything the board says. Never use one alone. Never ask it questions about sickness when you will die or if you're speaking to something evil. Oh, okay. (laughs) Do not leave the planchette on the board. Do not use one in your home. Always say goodbye. Always close the session. Always close it. And that's the rules I have. I also saw some things about like you're not supposed to burn it or something. But then other things said that that was okay. Um, I don't know. So like we're getting some mixed feelings over here. We're getting some mixed reviews about how to actually properly dispose of your Ouija board. That I can't tell you, but I did give you those helpful tips. Ouija for beginners. <laughs> and that's a little brief history about it. I actually listened to, it's episode 266 of And That's Why We Drink, um, another podcast. They're way more established than we, we are. Anyway, um, they do like an hour segment on the history of the Ouija Oh, wow. So if you'd like to really delve into it, there you go questions 
No, that's really interesting. Like, I didn't realize that's how far back it went. Oh, yeah. Or think about, like, people, like, the all the fraud stuff and people just, like, using it for money, which, like, I guess makes sense in hindsight that people would try, like... Of course, capitalism. Abuse that to make money for themselves, but... And now it's time for Spook Stories with Troy, the portion of the show when I made Troy go on Reddit and find scary stories. So I actually couldn't find any good ones on Reddit. Really? At least quickly. Like, you know, like I didn't feel like digging a whole lot. Oh, okay. But I did find... <laughs> oh, okay. oh, yeah, you're lazy. Uh... <laughs> um, But I did find some... Now the page isn't going to freaking load. I found it's from this website, Castle of Chaos, which is actually an escape room in Pigeon Forge. That's near me. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Um, But this is from their website. And I think this is just like some like fun extra like stuff they have on their website for their visitors. All right. So number nine, due date. Um. My girlfriend told me this story about an experience she had with a Ouija board while in high school sometime in 1986. She had a friend named Johnny who was suffering from CF or some other debilitating illness who had recently been hospitalized as a result. Both she and her friend Shelly visited Johnny regularly in the hopes of keeping his spirits up and for a quick recovery. One night after visiting Johnny, they were at Shelly's when they decided to try out a Ouija board. Of course. Like, what else? But after a while, they started communicating with a spirit who seemed to know a lot about them that it really shouldn't. After some banal questions about boys and general questions, one would expect teenage girls to ask. My girlfriend, I don't, I don't know why I said it like that. I just thought it was annoying. My girlfriend decided to ask about Johnny and his condition, which Shannon recently my... told us was a big no-no. <laughs> so shame on you, Shelly. Um, the Board quickly spelled out 24 June 1987, Johnny won't have to worry anymore, and went to goodbye. And so this person, yeah, yeah, so this person says, my girlfriend and Shelly were so convinced that board was giving them a date for recovery that they actually wrote the message down and sealed it in an envelope. The following year on the 24th of June, it turned out that Johnny indeed no longer needed to worry about his condition because it was the day he died. So my question is, you were playing with a G board in, what was it, 1986, which is over a decade after 1973, which Shannon also told us is when everyone started correlating Ouija boards with bad things. Why would you think this date was a date for recovery and not immediately be like, um, something's wrong, and scary. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to be respectful. And I positive. guess they had to get they had to get one out of eight of the rules for Ouija board. Three out of ten for Shelly and Johnny's. Thirty percent fail. Thirty percent. <laughs> All right, number ten is titled "Say Goodbye." This one's actually, like, sad, so I guess, like, kind of a trigger warning. Not, like, super trigger warning, but, like, trigger warning nonetheless. Um, I guess I should say, yeah. 
When I was in my first year of uni, we started playing with a homemade Ouija. There were like five of us. We contacted some spirit whose name I'm glad to have forgotten. And as we were talking to it, the doorbell rang and one of my friends had to go as her dad was there to pick her up. We didn't close the session by saying goodbye to the spirit as we had no clue and just threw the paper away, which one more time is a big no-no that Shannon told us on her list of rules. (laughs) They just threw the paper away. So they like made this Ouija board on a piece of paper. Yeah. Threw it away. Didn't say goodbye. Nothing. Now the girl that had to leave early started acting strange and didn't hang with the rest of us quite as much. A few months after she told us she went to get a quote cleansing as she wasn't feeling like herself and told us that the moment she stepped in the door, the witch lady that was going to cleanse her totally freaked out and told her she had a spirit with her and used the very same name that we had seen on the Ouija many months no, before. No, no, I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. She told I'm done. <laughs> She told my friend that the spirit was, quote, following her as we closed the session and attempted to cleanse her without any success. She tried to commit suicide about three times after this, dropped out of university and went to live somewhere else. So I've lost touch with her. And like a lot of these other ones also like dealt with suicide, um, like and things of that nature. Um either before or after or both like using the Ouija board. So like very, very scary. So be safe. Just from my knowledge of the paranormal and not that I'm knowledgeable in it anyway, but from what I've (laughs) read about, uh, if you're going to go and do these things, you have to be kind of in the, in a good headspace mentally. Yeah. Because it is more common for, allegedly i don't want to say it as fact because we don't know because there's no scientific proof but allegedly it's more common for spirits to um be able to attach themselves to someone who is mentally not there yeah kind of thing um another reason why i would never use a Ouija board (laughs) (laughs) yeah we should not we should not touch that mm -mm. you need to be like happy go lucky mentally on point you need to have a really really good day (laughs) (laughs) but like i've also like read that too like a lot of people like because you don't know who you're talking to i'm gonna be honest Mm -mm. and that's sad if that stuff is real if that stuff is real if it is real i believe in it you don't have to it's you know but if it is real you do not know who you're talking to you have no idea and they might be able to to pinpoint certain things but that doesn't mean that it's a red relative Evil spirits are very good at manipulating and knowing things. Because they were angels at one point. They're following angels. And anyway, happy Halloween. Happy <laughs> Halloween. Um, Bad spirits. Manipulative. Be safe out there, sweetie bobeeties. If you Listen are messing to with... my Ouija board rules. <laughs> If your Ouija board is wooden, if it's cardboard, if it's on the back end at your local favorite diner, say goodbye and your local Waffle House. Dean's Diner. Flick your Dean. (laughs) So uh, for the rest of this little time, um, I'm going to be sharing some of my own personal stories. And I have a Actually, I have a text from Kenzie that I got back in, like, February. Background. So, 
Mackenzie was home alone, I think. I think Ian was staying with her. Um, Mackenzie's room um, is in, there's a hallway. Straight back the hallway is Mackenzie's room to the, it would be the left of that room is my parents' room. And the right of that was my sister Megan's room. Uh, Mackenzie and I used to share a room. So blah, blah, me blah. and Shannon's room. Yeah. And <laughs> now it's Troy and I's room. Um, and we're not kidding about, about that. Um, so Mackenzie texts me and she says, I couldn't fall asleep last night or wait. back up, back up. So apparently Mackenzie heard someone outside of her room. And this is what she said. She said, I couldn't fall asleep and it literally sounded like someone got out of mom and dad's bed and took a few steps and then stopped. And then I was, I don't, I replied with, I don't think ever did that. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> and then she said, Ian was out and it was human footsteps, not dog. Plus all the dogs were in my room. And I said, and no one else was in the house. Don't question, but still like heavy footsteps. And she said, no, it was just me and Ian and the doggos. And then I said, and Ian hasn't heard anything. And she said, yeah, like they got out of bed. You know how you can hear mom or Megan walk around because they're so loud. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't supposed to get funny. Um, it was like it was like that, but only probably a few steps, like four footsteps, and then it stopped. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Klaus? Klaus? Did you hear that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Klaus! Klaus, come here. I don't know what that was. I'm not going to lie. When you were like walking back and forth. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. stop. Like, no, nothing oh, happened. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> but I was staring like intently at the open door behind you. And I was like, I swear to God, if this is one of those times where the person's like, what was that? And you're just like walking by and like this thing appears in the doorway. For a split like I literally was so scared. <laughs> um. So yeah, um <laughs> she had the sage ready tonight. Um, <laughs> I hope I got that on um audio. You should have because I could hear it over here. I don't know what it was. Wow, so you gotta protect me. Probably fucking not, but whatever. Um. No, so I think anyway, you did. I think we did talk about that one. Oh, we did because there's where other she heard ones the footsteps. Tending. Well, and she's heard we... footsteps multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the first time Mackenzie's heard footsteps. And then the one where she was like outside, like watering oh, the my plants god, or something. And the, sh and the sh Oh my god! The yeah. Sh 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 the shadow man. Yeah. How she literally saw a shadow man in our house. And she dropped all the wood that she was carrying in. Oh, that's what, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> She'll have to come back on and tell that because I don't have all the details and stuff on, on that. Um, but I'm going to tell one about, I'm going to tell a story that I swear to God happened. But then again, it could have been a really, really bad dream, but it felt really real. It was one of those. And this happened at IUP. 
I hope this is my roommate. <laughs> Just being weird. <laughs> but then I turn around and I swear I saw this dark figure in the corner of my room. Nope. <laughs> in the left corner of my room. I remember this so vividly. And I looked at it and all of a sudden it just, I felt this immense pressure on me um, and I couldn't breathe. And basically this thing like charged me. And I remember like flipping, like I was like freaking out, but I couldn't move. And I remember thinking like to say the Lord's prayer, but I couldn't say it. I couldn't speak. And I was trying to talk and I couldn't talk, but then eventually I got it out and then I woke up or whatever. It just just disappeared. That's like the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. That's terrifying. It was either a really messed up version of sleep paralysis, which it could have been, but that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe it was sleep paralysis. A few (laughs) days later, um, I was washing dishes in the kitchen and I had a lovely bottle of whiskey on top of the fridge and it was pushed back because you know how like, sometimes cabinets like go above the fridge yeah it was pushed back far enough where it was touching the cabinet and i was just washing my ditch dishes and all of a sudden it flew off the top of the fridge and hit the wall like it hit the wall there's it wasn't it didn't like it's not like um it fell off the fridge because i was opening it and it fell straight down it fell it went like probably four feet and hit the wall because at first i thought oh, maybe it just moved from, like, closing the fridge. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like if that was the case, it would have fallen straight down. It wouldn't have launched itself four feet in the uh, against the wall. Yeah, it's it hitting the wall for me. Yeah, like I, don't, <laughs> I was really trying Wait. to make sense about it. Like, I was really trying to be lo- logical about it. And I was like, oh, I bet, like, I bet like it just fell from like me opening the fridge and closing the fridge. But then like the more I thought about it, the more I was like, well, then it just kind of would have toppled over. It wouldn't have. It would have fallen on the floor. It wouldn't have flown and smashed into the wall. (laughs) Anyway, happy Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that was actually kind of spooky. Yeah, that's weird. And regardless of if that was, like, some weird dream or if that was, like, in real life or, like, a combo of the two, like, And, like, before still... I went to bed, it wasn't, like, when – you know how, like, sometimes whenever you go, go to bed and you, like, watch a movie or, like, you read a book, you kind of have dreams about it? Yeah. It wasn't like that at all because I watched it during, during the day and then before I went to bed, I was doing, like, music theory homework. So, like – it wasn't like I watched it right before I went to bed. There was like a decent amount of activities in between. <laughs> There's a decent amount of music theory homework in my brain. I mean, honestly, that would cause anyone nightmares. So that kind of <laughs> adds up. <laughs> yeah. And then I saged it with Isaiah. <laughs> and he loved it. <laughs> so happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Be safe out there. If you ever play with the Ouija board, let me know. Or if you, yeah, if you have, like, let us know if you have any weird occurrences. If you have any spooky Ouija board stories, email the pod. 
I don't know why people don't don't listen to, to me. I don't I don't get get it. Oh, next week's gonna be a good episode, guys. I'm really excited about it. We're in Massachusetts. And you know what that means, ladies. You know what that means, ladies. <laughs> Burn the witch. <laughs> no, that's not oh. what I'm doing. <laughs> Never mind. We don't know what it means, ladies. <laughs> I do. And it's going to be great. It's a certain axe murderess. Ooh. You literally played in the show. <laughs> and it's not Sweeney Todd. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's the way we literally already talked about what you're doing next week. <laughs> and, I... and how you said, ooh, that'll be interesting. And then you forgot. I could be none the wiser. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank Tune in next week to see if I remember what we're talking about in one week's time. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Because we probably talked about this less than a week ago already. Like, comment, subscribe, review. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, our wonderful sponsor, Anchor FM. Anywhere else you can find podcasts as usual. If you would like to hear us somewhere you can't find us, please let us know and we will try and get that figured out for you. Follow us on Instagram at Murder Road Trip Pod. Email us your spooky stories at murderrt at gmail.com. And that's all, folks. Be safe out there. Happy Halloween. Watch your Be candy. Your, watch your candy. Watch your kids. There's some scary stuff out there. No, really, watch your kids. But yeah, like, legitimately. Actually, watch your kids. Yeah. Make sure they have the buddy system. Buddy system all the way. And check their candy. Yeah. I'm just, maybe I'm just being way too over dramatic, but, you know. Oh, it's scary. God, this is scary. (laughs) Anyways, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Karma is a cat. Like justice, karma is a queen. Karma takes all my friends. Period. What? What? I think she ate. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, then she has the. Hey, hi, it's, I'm the problem, it's me. I mean, at least she's like recognizing <laughs> that now. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, I you know what? <laughs> I really actually enjoy vigilante shit. It's so silly. Kenzie and I both do. <laughs> we love it. I don't just for women. I don't dress for men. Lately, I've been, I've been dressing for, for revenge. revenge. I'm sorry, but the, <laughs> the, the mashups people are making. Oh my God, so good. I think, I you think she mash, did it on purpose. I feel like you can mash that one up with I did something bad as well. Probably. Dressing with revenge. Say I did something bad. What's it feel so good? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, wham, someone wham, do it. Wham, wham, wham. Someone probably already did. <laughs>
Anyways, welcome to the second half of the episode where we do a full review of Midnight by Taylor Swift. I'm going to be honest, it's not my favorite album. Not my favorite either. It's like fun to listen to though. It's... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's some ones, there's some songs in there that I'm like, hit me in the feels. But my favorite... I don't even know. My top three is like Red, Folkmore, and Evermore. Yeah. I'll, I'll try a demon one. Hold on. No, it's I'm really excited for you to hear how that sounds like <laughs> over the mic. That wasn't my because best moment. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it's true because I literally could not understand a single word that was coming out of your mouth. <laughs> um, uh, I can try to sound like Vincent Price. 